Nigga, we gotta start the podcast. Oh my god, I'm trying to. You Bro, you like, do this every no, single no, time. No, don't no, 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 Peace to the world, even if you see me with your girl, it's your boy Mikey Barks, 3X's cause I'm nasty and you are now tuned in to the Why Night Podcast. I'm here with the baddie with the fatty, tell and me who you are baby. It's your girl Nia Via Highwiners, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome <laughs> back to the dun dun dun. Aw oh, damn, shout out to the OGs who remember me singing at the beginning of every episode. Oh yeah, that's like that's like season that's a negative one. four. <laughs> that's way back. Yeah, basically. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. How are you feeling this week? You know, um, we're recording a little late this time, so I won't lie to you. You know, the workout kicked my ass. Stairmaster is really no joke. I try to avoid cardio at all expense, but somebody who is my trainer um, keeps telling me that apparently it's like good for you or whatever every once in a while. Um, I just don't understand why I can't just lift every day. So I don't think I'll be recommending him to other people. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm, I'm doing good overall. I can truly say that I'm blessed. I've started to look at my life a little bit differently the last couple of days. Um, and just because some bad things might happen does not mean that I have a bad life. And that is, you know, something that I'm trying to grasp a hold of. But we're good. How are you doing today? Man, like you said, we recording late, so I'm definitely like tired. Um, it's been I worked from like nine to six today. I was telling my supervisor, I was like, "Yo, I remember when I was looking at my calendar. Mm-hmm. I remember my calendar was just wide open. Do whatever just, you want. Just not doing whatever I want. Just begging for clients <laughs> and shit like that. Now my shit is just like book, 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 book. book oh my book. gosh, I wonder if you know my trainer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Man. I don't know what your trainer look like. Hmm? What's your training look like? Well, you know, he's about yay high. Mm-hmm. Um, mouth about this big. <laughs> <laughs> Attitude about this wide. About that wide. About Fill that wide. Yeah. <laughs> Too many rooms. <laughs> Something about them tourists, man. I tell you. Something Never heard of them. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but now, um, but yeah, like it's, it's, um, it's just somebody I've been talking to a few people today. And a lot of the conversation, not even just today, just the past couple of days and. It's been a lot of like, for some reason, a lot of my conversations recently just been like reflective ones. Yeah. And and like you said, it's just like wow. Like one thing I noticed is, I'm thankful that I gave myself a chance to go through a tough time. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the we did a lot of transitions for those that's been like following, like us moving to new area, new jobs, uh, moving in together. Like it's a whole bunch of new. And it's it's just been like any other transition is just been, it's been it's been right it's and been it's I, definitely I been just in. kept telling myself I was like yo I'm gonna give myself a chance to just go through it. Nobody talks about like how long transitions take. Yeah. You know I always really thought that it was <laughs> a transition was as long as I wanted it to be, um, but that shouldn't be kind of like the blueprint because for me that's <laughs> like what ten minutes um, <laughs> then I'm over it. So I'm happy that you kind of gave yourself the opportunity to transition. Good yeah, and it's, it's really giving yourself grace. But it's also like receiving grace. Like receiving mm-hmm. grace from other people. Believing that other people 
are going to be with you through that transition. Mm-hmm. That's a tough part for me. Like, I'm, I'm, nobody else in the world is going to be as hard on me as I am on myself. Right. And part of the reason why, I, what makes me being in my own head so hard is because I don't trust anything by there's nobody like I really trust like 1000% I'm always like yeah I mean like that person wants the best for me but like I know if this part change or this dynamic change all that shit go out the window right interesting so like I um your mother would disagree no <laughs> <laughs> so like it's really hard for me to um to like receive grace mm. or receive people's like uh what you call it you know just like well wishes and their patience or things like that because I always believe that sooner or later that shit gonna run out mm. but um this past month and a half I've just done a really good job of like believing that a lot you know what I mean believing people when they say like they they, they believe in believe in people that believe in me yeah right um oh my gosh friend this is why you know I'm such a big advocate of uh you know people going to talk to somebody because that's yeah. so that's so scary you know to think like just because they want the best for you, like, it's going to always work out exactly the way you want it to. Um, really? Talk to who? You said what happened? Talk to who? Um, I think there's a plethora of people you can talk to. If you got a, if you're religious, you got a pastor or a rabbi, like, whatever you're into, <laughs> you know, rabbi. like, <laughs> I don't know, go talk to them. If you're into mental health, you know, professionals, go talk to them. I don't know if you got an uncle that's got his head on straight or maybe <laughs> a dad. Never the uncle. Talk, no. There's a couple uncles, right? You might have to sit through some stories, but after the stories, I mean, it's actually some really good, you know, stuff <laughs> on the other end of it. But I do, you know, I I wish that, you know, black men had a, a less toxic space to, you know, share some of those things because that's, you know, that's life that mm-hmm. happens. I know people believe in me and also, you know, if they're having a bad day, you know, it might not come off the best, but that's... You want a hug? Like, nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. But no, nah, I think, uh, no, nah, that's true. I think um, you brought up, like, you know, black men having, having I guess you said, a less toxic space. Yeah, because, you know, I've brought up on this podcast multiple times, you know, I would see men try to share their feelings and, you know, be vulnerable. And, like, the first thing the rest of the men do in the <laughs> space is, like, cut their ass. And, like, you can see two things happening at once with the man who is being vulnerable, right? A little piece of him dies. <laughs> and then the other piece of him tries to be like, yeah, you right, and, like, join in with the fun. But, like, at some point we have to be real about how that is. It is that's a toxic space, right? If I come to my friends and I'm like, hey, like, that shit made me sad. And they're like, you bitch ass, you blah, blah, blah. And they just start cutting my ass about the situation. I promise you that'd be the last time I'm sharing. <laughs> I promise you. That's interesting. I've heard people say that before, but there's nobody in the world I feel more comfortable sharing to but my male friends. Like, I know that, like, I, the thing is, the way we communicate when it's just us, as opposed to when there's like other people around looks really different. Um, and I know like like the male friends that I have, like those conversations when it's like just us, those like car rides or like phone calls or whatever the case may be, it's like the vulnerability is there and everything. And it's like, not to say what you're saying isn't happening, but it's like there's a part of it that a lot of people don't see. Well, women don't see. Mm-hmm. And it's only fair that you judge what you see. That's, that's 
That makes sense. Yeah. I Well, I'm also, you know, adding in some other experiences, like, you know, life-changing shit will be happening. You'll be like, oh, how's that friend? You'll be like, I don't know, I didn't talk to him. And then you wait, like, four or five more weeks, and you're like, how's that friend? You're like, I don't know, I ain't talk to them. And I'm like, are y'all sure you're best friends? Like, are you are you sure you're just not, like, strong acquaintances? Because I, I, I can't <laughs> imagine, like, my friend going through some, like, traumatic-ass shit, and I'm not being updated damn near, like, minimum once a day, right? Like, the group chat is going off minimum once a day. Is that how that friend likes to be consoled? Or hmm? is that how that friend likes to be consoled? I think women... Supported? I probably, but I do think women are a little bit more communal in how that things like that happen, right? We tend to lean on each other in those situations a lot. Um, I think men get through things by themselves and then, like you said, have like a vulnerable moment. But that is just my perception of things. Again, I'm not in the car, you know, with y'all when you're having your vulnerable moment. I'm just there when... Uh, someone's having a semi-vulnerable moment and then he immediately gets shits on. <laughs> like, so that's what I, that's what I get to see. Word. No, I mean, that, like I said, that's fair. Mm. I, I, I just know from my experience is like talking to each other is like, that is, our, if you want to talk about like a safe space, it is our safest space. Um, cause we well, know like, are. cause you know what? Like at the end of the day, like, the, no matter whether the jokes are in front of me or behind me, mm-hmm. the jokes are happening. So I'd rather the jokes be there. I actually rather them behind my back. And there's a fundamental difference. Between yeah, you know, because I don't want to know what you really think. <laughs> Not all the way. I want 75% of the truth at all times. Mm. I like to be lied to just a little bit. That's not true. That but. is very true. <laughs> but you never want to lie about the stuff that I want you to lie about. You always want to lie about something stupid. <laughs> I right, Michael, did you put this away? Mm-hmm. As I'm staring at it. On the floor. Like, right there. Like, that's the shit you want to lie about. I, I want... You lie about lying. other that stuff. That's me thinking I did it. <laughs> then that's a whole different. We don't have enough time for this podcast to do that. I'm thinking I did it. But, and, um, anywho. So yeah. <laughs> So those listening, anybody that doesn't know me, um, doesn't know that I have terrible memory in terms of like short-term memory. Long term, I can remember conversations, ways I felt decade, decade or two ago, Mm -hmm. right? Exact moment, everything. You asked me like to remember what we was talking about two minutes ago, couldn't tell you. You, before the show started, Nia was asking me about a topic for the show. Couldn't remember it for the life of me. As we were talking, it I just remember popped it up. popped up back in my head now. So hopefully, before I finish this sentence, I don't lose it again. So no, I'm gonna just no, start we're talking. doing my topics now. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, um, I. Child, where are you going with this? Look, we had about? a whole mini meeting. What's happening now? I'm scared. Look, <laughs> Look I told you. you no. There's two rules in this house. There's two rules in this house. I'm listening. What's the first one? I always tell you when you leave this house, what do I say? Don't embarrass me. All you. right, now, so what's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in the house. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, a part of me feels like, not a part of me, a whole, 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 all of me. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but that's Courage expressing his displeasure <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Nia is not playing with Me? Oh, Chile. Uh, but yeah, now, nah. at times it feels like black women, I can only speak for black women, but that's why I always say black women. It's not to like target or like 
shit on black women and poo-poo on them. It's That's the only women I have experienced. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, black women, it feels like y'all think y'all have ownership over us in the way y'all say things. I literally just told you the first rule. I literally <laughs> just told you it the first rule. It feels like y'all think y'all have ownership over us. It, it comes out in what y'all say to us, the way that y'all treat us. Um, it's not always a bad way. Sometimes it's in a good way. Like it manifests itself in good things, but the underlying sentiment is like this kind of sense of like ownership or like above. Like I'm responsible for you, right? And what? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if this is the second time we're gonna go viral. Cause the way, <laughs> the way like my neck is hot, like it's hot right here, like all up in this area. Nah, and I'm gonna explain what I mean, right? Um, when we talk about like, I always say, "Nia, mind your business." What do you always say? I don't know. I don't recall. No, 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 no. This is the time to be honest. Uh, right? Okay. So, what's the question? When I say, "Nia, mind your business," what do you always say? You are my business. There you go. So that's one example of it, right? Now, jokingly, you say that. However, I'm not joking. Exactly. Right? I'm not <laughs> joking. You say it with a smile, but your actions, you do feel like you are responsible for me in certain cases. And like, not in certain, a lot of cases, right? And mm. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. You this are is wrong. just fair enough. Even though you just proved me right in one, <laughs> in one aspect, right? There's like this sense of like, y'all know what's good for us. Um, there's a sense of. Um, what's the word? Let's go into that. Y'all know what's good for us, right? Like you just talked about in this conversation before. Like, men should be more communal and they should... I didn't say that. Other. I said, I wish you had. I'm not saying... I mean, I, oh, okay. I'm saying you. But like, okay. there's a sense... There's sometimes when they exp- they exp- the sentiment is expressed like, oh, we wish that men did this and they should do that and they should express themselves this way. And it's like, what gave you the... First off, who asked you? right secondly you're not in our shoes so you can have your opinion but to force it on people and imply that they're doing it wrong because you don't agree with it that's where it starts to step on it like teeter on that to be very clear you are not speaking about our last literal conversation like five minutes ago are you no, no. Okay, because I was going to say, I said none of those things. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. I'm saying in general. Okay. Like there's All the right. sentiment is expressed. Uh-huh. Would you agree? Before I continue, would you agree that that sentiment is expressed? That, okay, you about to say something? Finish your question. The sentiment that men should um, express themselves, <laughs> should express themselves in a certain way, or they should vent in a certain way, or they should no. heal in a certain way. No. You've never heard that expressed about men. Uh, okay, maybe I am confused, because we literally just talked, you just said we weren't talking about that conversation, but now we are like, talking about, about this conversation? you and I, like... Oh, not you and I personally. I'm talking about literally on the podcast we just talked about, I was like, yes, I wish X, Y, and Z, right? And then, so we are referring to that part of the conversation. I'm trying yeah, to be clear. But what I, yeah, but what I was trying to say was that I know for you, you're not going around, like, you don't do this as much anymore. But what I'm saying, there are people that will go up to me and say, you're wrong for how you're doing it. And you should do it this way. Oh, so men do perpetuate toxic, like, 
a lot of things. <laughs> I wish okay. I had like a better way of saying. <laughs> okay. So it's, a, it's men have a toxic culture when it comes to like mental health, being a man, being expressive. What does masculinity look like? Blah 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 blah. So do I think that it is a justified action for somebody to walk up and say you're doing something wrong? Not necessarily, but I do understand their sentiment because I've shared this with people yeah. as as well, right? Like. Hey friend, I see X, Y, and Z. What I've come to learn is A, B, C, right? Somehow you have to find that middle because how you're living right now is not healthy, right? I think of a lot of men groups that I have had the pleasure of viewing, <laughs> right? And being like a fly on the wall to, and there's a twinge of sadness damn near behind every man's eye <laughs> that only gets, I think, touched every once in a while versus, like I said, if I go to my friends, we're having a session. I mean, damn near, if I say, hey girl, we need, I need a call right now, today, like that's happening. Like that's not happening once every four or five weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Not to say we don't have times where we don't speak, but it's different if one of us are going through something, right? We're more likely to check in. How are you doing? You know, what's going on? Like, you know, we'll, we'll joke about it. Give me the tea, sis. Like, you know, to help that person kind of vent, then cope, and then kind of help them get through. Um, one of the things that I, again, it's just my perception of things. Men do have those vulnerable moments, but it's sometimes after they have already gone through that thing. Or it's a glimpse of how they might actually be feeling, right, in totality. And I think that that's something that, unfortunately, really needs to be, like, addressed, you know? Mm. Um, so I... I think of like angry people running up to you and being like, you shouldn't do it like that. And it's like, no, but I do think that it would be, it would, it would do y'all an injustice to say how y'all are coping is fine because it's not. And y'all are the highest demographic that offs yourselves like mm -hmm. damn near every year for the last like five to 10 years that there's a reason for that. So if you think it's successful, statistics is telling you kind of otherwise, you mm -hmm. know, so. Nah, and what I was trying to get at was, it's not that the sentiment is wrong. Mm -hmm. That's a different conversation I'm not going to go too deep into. I'm going to just say one thing about it. But before I say that, what I was talking about is the delivery. Okay. And that's why I meant going back to the conversation about that ownership, right? There's a sense of, for some, for some black women, when we talk about black men, it's almost like mothering at times. Right. Well, that's a different conversation. And that's how I was getting. That's how I was eventually <laughs> going to get at. But it took us six, seven minutes. Because <laughs> like, I had to be clear. Are... I didn't know what you were like if you were talking generally or like very specifically. But we got it. We figured it yeah, out. Yeah. So no matter what, this is gonna get taken out of context. But Child. <laughs> what I'm getting at is that conditioning shows up in the relationships and friendships between black women and black men. There sometimes is a mothership. Uh, older sister shit there's like this this constant like what no i gotta finish <laughs> <laughs> like there's this constant like sense of like responsibility and like i don't want to say like certain words because or phrases because it's gonna be taken as negative but fuck it it is what it is there's almost like badgering and just kind of like <laughs> just micromanaging mm. right over the men when in reality 
we deserve to mess up. Well, we you, deserve the right Y'all been messing up, so don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> and now, if you want to hold us accountable, that's a different conversation. But the... Uh, he just needs to he just needs to be better or i need to if i just pour into him he's going to no but i see now i feel like you're having two different conversations but it's still it. that idea of i'm responsible for him and his growth i'm responsible for him and him reaching his goals i'm responsible for like insert whatever and it's like you're not step back there needs to be boundaries set like there needs to be space and that's not given at times. Well, okay, so if we're talking in terms of friendship, I would say that women friendship differently, right? <laughs> so in a sense where you would say that is a time of space, for a woman, she might be saying like, no, that's a time to be like together and conjoining, right? So I, I don't know. I can only pull from my experiences or experiences that are, you know, that I've heard of, right, um, in my proximity. And anytime we talk about the men, we're like, God damn it, y'all. Again, bringing up the, the conversation of he broke up with his girlfriend. How's he doing? I don't know. Well, maybe you should talk to him about it because we know that's an emotional, emotional turmoil that's happening there, right? Or there's something that, you know, people need help with getting through. How many men suffer alone? A lot of women know that men are suffering alone. And that's why we're like, hey, buddy, maybe you should call your friend today. Hey, buddy, maybe you should X, Y, and Z. Now, I also think this happens in relationships a lot, but I think that is a, that's a slightly different dynamic, but still all within the same vein. Men emotionally are not mature. Men, like, I'm not even going to hold you. That's a, that's a like, all y'all. Not even just black men, not just white men, whatever. All, all of y'all. If you identify as male, <laughs> unfortunately, the, the emotional maturity is not there. Um, and a, a, a lot of times there's a, a lot of other maturity that's also not there as well. I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg when it comes to whose fault that is, but I do know that sometimes men are not necessarily prepared all the way to be adults, functioning adults in society, where women are very much pressured and conditioned very early on how to function, how to be considerate of others, how, what to think about, who to take care of. Those are things that I know in small ways that I was taught to think about. And there are times, even in our relationship, I look at you and I go, how do you not know that? Or how do you not consider that? And you're like, I, I never never thought of it like that. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Like, I've been thinking about this since I was eight <laughs> like years old. Um, and so again, I don't know whose fault that is, but I do know that a lot of times that motherly or that big sister role happens because we're conditioned that to, to know how to do those things. And y'all damn near feel like like baby ducklings or something, right? Like if we don't lead y'all, y'all will die. <laughs> and people care about y'all, so they try not to. At this point in my life, I kind of want y'all to just go ahead and, you know, do what you want to do, right? Because if that's what really makes you happy, then fine. But um, also recognizing that y'all don't necessarily have it right either. So maybe there's a middle we all need to come to, you know? Chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, even listening to what you're saying, that's kind of what I was talking about. Like the ownership and that sense of like ownership and responsibility. 
it's a like almost disrespectful arrogance that y'all have in terms of thinking that y'all know so much more than us. I didn't say that. But that's what it's giving off, right? And there, I gave you an opportunity. Okay, you're right. So with all that, right, this idea of like, there's so many things that y'all don't see that we see. Yeah, there's a, it's, it goes both ways. So this mm. idea that like, yeah, there are things that if you look at stereotypical like gender roles and things like that, on both sides, there are things that I look at you and I'm just like, how did you not see that? Why would you make that decision, right? Going back to what we were talking about before, mm. right? Um, there's... <laughs> y'all... I, what I sometimes want to know is... When you think that, okay, I'm going to tell this person how they need to, to cope or how they need to share their feelings or whatever the case may be, right? Have y'all considered that maybe the life that we're living doesn't allow for that? Because, Hmm. again, it's not that we don't know. It's not that we don't want to. But it's like, it's funny. I was at work and a couple couple men, I would walk past and I'd say, how you doing? They'd be like, "Not, not too bad. And they'd say, how am I doing? I'd be like, can't complain now. I was like, yeah, I tried it. Don't do nothing. It's like a running joke. And I've noticed that only men make the joke because we always know that no matter what, I compl- expressing my feelings or anything doesn't change the fact that shit has to get done. That is, it's, it's unfortunate. It is yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, it is very unfortunate. Yeah, and that's our reality. But that's, that's the reality that y'all continue to perpetuate. Oh my fucking goodness. Yeah. <laughs> How is that not the reality? You're saying. <laughs> when we complain, who do you think we're complaining to sometimes? Y- yeah. And y'all yeah. are not giving us the opportunity to complain. So is it us perpetuating it all the time? Or is it y'all contributing okay, to that as hold, well? Because now we're having 17 different conversations. And I'm not even trying to, I'm not even uh-huh. trying to be funny, right? I think sometimes you are conflating. You're, you're like jumping out of whether or not these are friends having this conversation or if they're relationships having but it's this conversation. That's what no, we're but saying. There's, no, if we but complain to our mothers, it doesn't do anything. Right, but okay. If you do not become the agent of change, right, then there will be no change, Right. How can I do something about how y'all receive <laughs> about how information? We, I can't wait, do what? anything about that. No, that's not what I'm talking about, right? Okay, okay. So, again, just my perspective. <laughs> if I see that you're struggling, right? right? And say we're friends or say we're in a relationship, whatever the case may be. There's only so far that I can take it as a woman and a man, Right. In a relationship, there's only so much I can do because I can't be your everything. That's not healthy, right? And in a friendship, a lot of the times, it really depends on, on the relationship and how close you are and all this other stuff, right? Men and women, it's very rare to have them be very, very close without any type of sexual anything and being vulnerable with each other. Does that make sense? So there's only so far that you can take that as well. Men want to be vulnerable with other men, but y'all struggle to do that. How so? I, I gave you 17 examples at the beginning of the pod. I don't understand how we're struggling if we, <laughs> but we you, do it. No, but, <laughs> we just don't do it the way that you would do No, it. but you're not. <laughs> okay, so then we're having, we, we have a fundamental difference in how we view being able to share our feelings and express things with one another. There have been multiple times that I have found out that 
a man has lied to his friends about what's going on because of how he might be perceived because of what the environment looks like for men to share in that way. I remember you specifically telling me that if a man came to you and told you his problem and then turned around and was still having that problem again, you'd be like, nah, don't come over here talking to me about that problem because X, Y, and Z, right? You're like, I don't want to hear it. That's to that's toxic. So now your friend who might need help and it's sometimes letting shit, you know, go is really fucking hard and getting through that process. And you're like, I dead ass don't want to hear it, bro. That's toxic. Not being like being vulnerable in a situation and then cutting somebody's ass immediately. That is no, it's funny, but it's not funny because y'all are laughing and then we're watching and we're like, you shouldn't say that to them because they're laughing with you, but there is pain <laughs> there. We can see that pain that's there. There's multiple times I've come to you and said, Michael, I don't think you should make that joke. They don't look comfortable when you make that joke or they don't look or they have expressed their insecurity in that way. You making that joke is not funny for them. That's perpetuating toxic behavior onto people you say you care about. Right. So not to say that women are perfect, because I know you made that that distinction earlier, like, but it's not it's happening on the other side. Of course, it's happening on the other side. It's not a monolith. But to sit there and be like, well, this is how it is, so this is how it's always going to be. I didn't say it's how it's always going to be. No, but that, you're saying, okay, but if you're saying, if you're saying that as women, us giving you this advice is overstepping, at There's what point. advice and micromanaging. There's, but I, I don't want about the micromanaging. But that's very, that's, I, well, I don't know how, what your definition of micromanaging would be. I don't know what that would be, but I know for a fact <laughs> for a lot of men, any advice is over is micromanaging. So I don't really trust you when you're saying micromanaging because I've heard you laugh to your friends about me about, oh, she made a comment. Oh my God, she's my mom. And I'm like, no, I just made a comment about that thing. Um, so, you know, I think, I, <laughs> I think that y'all have some work to do. How about that? And if y'all don't want that advice then that's fair don't take that advice but don't say that we're overdoing it because we're trying to help like that is what women are trying Nobody to do trying to, trying to help trying to help is the delivery and that's what 15 to 20 minutes ago i was trying to bring up and you i don't know what happened in the process but there's a reluctance to accept that that y'all have an issue of being overbearing I, again, your 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 definition of of micromanaging and being overbearing, you're gonna have to break down to me, right? Because again, you gave very general uh, examples. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything with those general examples. I'm. I <laughs> do you believe that those are happening? The general examples I gave. Do you believe that those are happening? I believe all of that should happen somewhere. So I just don't, I don't know. How does that create a discourse in your mind because if you know that it's happening then why is that again because to... like i was saying throughout the podcast i kept saying my experience my perspective me 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 mm -hmm. mine mine right you're making it seem as if this is a general thing i am not a man so i don't know right so you could be right i can tell you from a woman's perspective that we are not trying to be overbearing we're trying to save some friendships and relationships mm -hmm. and probably save our friends and our partners to be honest with you because there are times where i'm like hey you called so and so today not because 
I give a fuck about what, you know, what y'all talked about, but I know you need a friend <laughs> and it's not me in that moment. You need a, another friend to talk and share and get that shit out to, because I see it in your face and your body language and your everything, not having those support systems or a healthy support system, but amongst you all is dead ass killing y'all like literally killing you. So I, I don't know if people are being overbearing. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But child, I'd rather them be overbearing than you dying. So Yeah, the problem is is like y'all contribute to the feelings that we have and that lack of just space. It feels suffocating at times. So <laughs> So at times, we're at fault for how y'all feel? It's crazy how somebody Chile. tells you how you how you're hurting Chile. them. And it's just Ain't it though? Me. <laughs> oh, is that how you're feeling right now? I'm making a joke because every time I'd be like, but men, you know, you would always be here. <laughs> fair it is fair. I know fair it's fair. fair. <laughs> I've been here on the podcast with you. I know it's fair. I understand. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's why nothing's going to change. It, because of the women. Uh, the I women are the. Oh, so what? What? Why is it not going to change? Please enlighten me on why it won't change. Both sides just got shit that they got. They don't want to let go of. Like they. So women have an equal amount of responsibility. Y'all think that y'all allow yourselves to I get poo pooed on? It's time for women, men to get poo pooed on. We do what we gotta do. And women don't get poo pooed on. I never said that. No, but, but I, why are you I'm so asking. Defensive? I'm not being defensive. You're, you're alluding. No, you're, I'm not. You're alluding my question. You're not providing me with a straight answer. So that's why I'm aggressively but I, asking you. But why did questions. what I said lead to you asking? Because it is very interesting how that would have shifted to us carrying the same amount of responsibility for men to change behavior and not be toxic. And I, I'm not gonna argue about it. I just wanna know, do you feel that way? Do you feel like women hold an equal amount of responsibility in men's behavior and how they interact with each other and then people on this planet? I don't know if I would say equal. I don't think that's fair. No, but that's but that's what you that, <laughs> so that's what you made a comment on like two seconds ago. You were like, and that's why things won't change because both parties have shit that they're not willing to let go. But we're talking about men and their responsibility to each other and their you know how they're perpetuating these this culture. So then I'm asking you what your thought process is on that because the way you said it insinuates that women are equally to blame and equally would have to change in order for there to be any progress amongst men. Yeah, Not damn, I said that pretty. Amongst, I'm saying in general for the whole, for the dynamic of both to work. I'm saying there's- Of what work. to work? Just overall inter, I guess intergender relations. I guess maybe intergender is the word. Both sides have equal work to do. But specific to this topic. Of black women overbearing and mothering too much? You, yeah, that's what you think. Oh, that's y'all shit. Y'all gotta... No, no, no. <laughs> so, so then you would say yes. That you would think that it's an equal oh, amount. Yeah, because the last... The way you worded it, it sounded like you were talking about something else. No, I'm but talking I'm about <laughs> everything that we've been talking about. Where are you at? Uh, in terms of y'all being overbearing and stuff like that, 
that's something that y'all need to work on. What we need to work on is setting the boundaries. Okay, so for all of our women listeners, can you please give some examples of what it would be like or what overbearingness would be? Because that's a very general term, right? So as I was telling- the examples I gave already? Yeah, yeah, some a little bit more clear-cut examples of what it would be to be overbearing. Uh, let's see. So, because I already gave, which ones did I already give? Do you remember? Nope, sure don't, sorry. You know how the power works. We just got to keep moving. <laughs> you keep talking. I store uh, nothing. <laughs> um, I think, for example, there's take how how we cope, right? You need to, women will tell men you need to go talk to somebody that was going on with your problems, right? And tell that man that yeah, you're wrong because you're doing it this way, and you need to do A, B, and C. And and the delivery is off. The delivery is forceful. It's disrespectful. It's invasive. It's and that's the only way they come off. I'm talking about in that situation where they're coming off in that way. Because I'm talking about the delivery here. The message isn't necessarily wrong. So how would you prefer to receive the message? Well, first off, ask me if I want your opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. But then also, it's like when somebody comes over and tells a woman like, "Hey, you should be." What was that conversation from a few years ago? It was about what what kind of food are people buying, are women buying for their kids, right? They they buying like unhealthy food, but it's like, are you even aware of how much groceries cost? Are you aware of the fact that this person has several kids that they need to be made, uh, responsible for? So before you judge the person on how they're putting food on the table or what what food they're putting on the table, take into account all the factors that are contributing to them making that decision. So for us. There is like, oh, well, y'all don't take the time to do healthy coping mechanisms and things like that. But does that person have the time? Do they have the resources? Do they, would it even do anything for them? Like, would it benefit them? Have you, do you know if they've tried it before? Like, do you know if they are trying that and maybe what you're seeing is just one part of it, they're also doing that as well. So again, there's this overbearing mother motherly kind of way and the way black mothers can sometimes just be very dismissive of what their black son or black kids are just going through in general and say you need to do a b and c not recognizing that that person is going through their own type of traumas and troubles that maybe don't allow for this suggestion that you're making and you didn't take the time to find out what that person is going through you just looked at them and threw ideas at them but you don't necessarily understand what they're going through. There's no empathy in it. You could never empathize, number one. That's impossible. Empath... What? <laughs> I can't empathize? To empathize is to actually have been in those shoes. It, the way you think of empathy is slightly incorrect, but okay. Fair enough. If that's, I've had a different definition of empathy, the difference between sympathy and empathy. Right. Sympathy, right. Empathy is able to... Come down to that person's level and and truly like deeply understand where they are. Yeah, you can't can be, deeply understand if you've never been in the shoes. So but I can't there are empathize. strong parallels that yeah, help I can you really feel it. But like, I don't know what it's like to have postpartum depression because I'm never gonna have a kid, so I can't really empathize. Uh, we that's a different. Let's yeah. <laughs> so like, I can just sit there and be with you in the hole. But that's empathy. That is literally the that's that's empathy. And like I said, there are other definitions and applications of the word that I've heard. And I'm saying in this aspect, what I'm talking about, the type of empathy I'm talking about is when somebody actually has been in the shoes and they can relate. To me, that's the difference between sympathy and empathy, right? 
So, mm. therefore, what I'm saying is there's needs, since you can't empathize, respect that. And give your ideas and suggestions in a more respectful way. With a more, I've, and more of an acknowledgement of the fact that you're not in the shoes. I hear you when you talk about how mothers can be very dismissive, right? Mm-hmm. And how black women can take on that trait. I, I do agree there. Mm-hmm. I do find it hard, though, to believe that somebody's just busting through the door, screaming at you about how you need to handle your mental health in a friend or in a relationship. And I sometimes struggle with this conversation and conversations alike because I know how many times and how sweetly and nicely women can come to men and go, hey, babe, I think you should. Or hey, friend, I think you should, right? Multiple times before it gets aggressive. Mm -hmm. And it's not taken seriously until there's aggression, right? I specifically remember from you when we first met, you was like, if you're not yelling, I'm not listening. <laughs> like you said that with your whole ass chest. And I find that to be a trait within men in general, right? Like y'all are in your own worlds until you're like warning something's wrong, right? So sometimes I do struggle. I, I'm struggling with the concept of them being overbearing to the point where they're just kind of like you know what i'm trying to say like some of the things that you're describing with i would have gotten to that point somehow like i don't think that's the starting point if that makes sense last thing i'll say because it's just supposed to be a short episode they're always supposed to be short so figure right <laughs> um, when i said that it was unjust like i i do have an issue i i'm much better with it now but i did have an issue with caring about what people were saying unless I cared about it, right? That was something I struggled with, I'm much better with now. What I'm saying is, is that it's not even your responsibility to come screaming. Unless you are my actual mother, don't come fucking screaming at me about anything or come disrespectfully or anything. If I'm not listening to you and that's bothering you, pack your shit and go. That is a... That is a very interesting take. I'm sorry. It's just what it is. Because if, then what's going to end up <laughs> happening is, is then going to be, you see, I'm doing all of this for you. And I'm, doing, I'm like, I didn't ask you for that. That. And that's one of the biggest disconnects that the discourses is, is y'all sometimes are trying to take credit for things that we didn't ask for. I think the way that people show that they care between both genders are extremely different. I can only speak for the relationship side of things because I have I have friends that are males, but they're not so deep like some of my women friendships or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, however, from a relationship standpoint, I can say that both sides want their partners to be the best that they can be. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that both sides are striving to make their partners or help their partners through that journey, right? Mm-hmm. That's where that comes from. So again, I truly don't believe that it's coming from a place of, again, busting through the bedroom door and you're screaming, right? It's, it was the gentle, hey, it was the, do you want to talk? It was the this, it was the that. And you're frustrated of hearing it. So maybe you should speak up and say, I don't want 
that, right? And um, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to change. I like the way it is. Blase, blase, blase. Mm -hmm. But I, I have, I really do have a hard time thinking that that's how that starts. At least from all the stories that I've ever heard about how things have escalated in my own experiences, it's never been, oh, I'm, I'm just yelling for the sake of yelling or I'm being overbearing for the sake of overbearing. I'm being overbearing now because I probably said it 17 times and you're not grasping <laughs> like what's going on. And how you're reacting in our home is now affecting me. So you have to get your shit together. If I'm being overbearing, it's because your shit's not together. And I want you to be better. And right now you're not better. So we got to get you to that point, but you're not listening either. However, you said it's a short episode, so we can argue about the rest of that later. <laughs> right. So if you made it to this point, one of two things has happened. Either one, you've listened to the whole episode and we're thankful for you tuning in. Or you're not really listening. This is just background noise for you. So if it was the first, please remember to like, subscribe, and share our content with at least one person this week that just needs good-ass episode to just get through their morning compute or you know i mean that time on the stairmaster whatever the case may be it won't help (laughs) (laughs) Uh, also check us out on instagram at the wine night pod and if you are so inclined please sponsor an episode Mm -hmm. um you know you can find our contact information in the little contact us button on the instagram page you can also catch us on our website again all of that the links to all of our stuff tiktok instagram well, instagram is going to be on instagram obviously but um all the different places you can find this is going to be on that instagram um you know uh profile mm-hmm. right and um please reach out also if you want to submit a, uh, a topic to us for a wind down or if you want to be on the show or anything like that please reach out to us via ig or email we'd love to talk to anybody we love talking to our winers um but if it was the second still appreciate the um the stream we appreciate likes subscribe shares whether you fuck with us or not peace and love bye winers <laughs> <laughs>